Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Smash TV, otro gran éxito de los recreativos que Super Nintendo te pone a toda pantalla. Para uno o dos jugadores, tendrás que acabar con todos antes de pasar a otro nivel. Super, super divertido. Solo podía ser de Super Nintendo. <laughs> super super yep super super nintendo that was the only thing i caught in that look out hey everybody what's going on this is play retro where we talk about old retro video games i'm one of your hosts scott johnson and life is one big game show and i'm here to win that game show and while i do it I'm going to pick up on all those stacks of money, or I'm going to pick up all those stacks of money. Y'all keep dropping all over the arena. Mm. Uh, you'll get a tip, but hands off my fat stacks, son. Yeah, fat stacks, baby. Totally 90s. And yep. I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I am no muscle-bound running man from the late 80s looking to win big money, big prizes. I love it. Type of early 90s arcade quarter-pumping gamer trying to shower my brain with dual stick handfuls of serotonin lace gratuitous violence of game show humor no 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 i'm just here for that vcr and 1500 inch screen tv mm. i'll buy that for a dollar oh yeah that's what he would say yeah, yeah. RoboCop. that's the guy uh if that sounded familiar to you any of that stuff you, you might want to get yourselves excited because we're going to talk about <laughs> smash tv <laughs> smash tv one of my favorite arcade games of all time and turns out uh let's just say it now the very best port of this is the Super Nintendo port of the game. Oh, yeah. It's a spoiler. We're going to talk about why. But yes, Smash TV on the SNES was, real was good. the tops. Yeah. But I was kind of shocked at my runner-up because I remember not liking it back in the day. But after a deeper look, kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it a lot on that. On that, that in fact, I think I might like it more than the arcade port or the, the arcade version of the game, which I know is that's a that's some harsh thing to say. All right. I understand. We'll have we'll have that fight smash later. you. Uh, but we're also going to talk about we're going to talk about uh, total carnage as well. Which, by the way, the announcer references in Smash TV. I'm, I'm going to play that for you. Check this out. Total carnage. That's from Smash Bingo. TV. Yeah, that's yeah, from, yeah. That's from that's from the Smash TV game. Anyway, those two games are kind of important. One of them you may not have heard much about. We'll talk mm-hmm. about why. Mm-hmm. But it uh, it also meant a, a lot of things like hey. Uh, what else would come out of Midway soon from some of those same people? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, maybe people that liked blood and gore. Mm. Mm. We're going to see something good coming soon. Yep, we that's all coming up. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, check this out. I went to a lake thing for a, a family reunion. I mentioned this on, on oh. Core as well, but I'm going to mention it here. Uh, everybody wants my Ambernick at that. They know Ken has. Yeah. Even old people, like older, old, old people were like, that's so cool. That looks like the little <laughs> one I people. bought for Johnny back in the day or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a little Game Boy looking ass thing. And they all got real excited about it. Everybody wanted to touch it and play with it. Um, wow, this sounds like such a '90s commercial. Like, like you sitting around at the lake, everybody's drinking Mountain Dew, yep. and you know, swinging on those uh, those rope swings and flying out, and do 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 do. And then, and then a Nintendo commercial breaks into the middle of that with you sitting on your little recliner thing, your little outside plastic uh, chair recliner thing, and you're playing the Game Boy. And everybody's like, "What you got there, son? Yeah, what you got you know, there, yeah. boy?" Yeah, that is I kind like of that right. idea. Yeah, it went yeah. down. It pretty much it's went down marketing. like that. And by the way, this is a nice report to be able to, to say that screen is useless when you wear polarized sunglasses. Interesting. But if you take those off, it basically just makes it black. It just it yeah, ruins yeah. it. But if you take them off, take off your sunglasses, and you're in the sun, the screen's pretty good in the sun. It's not bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, but your eyes are not as protected as they would be if you were wearing your your thing. So you got to make right. a you're sacrifice. Squinting, right? You were like, yeah. the, I can't see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fun. We spent the whole day, huh. one of the days, the entire day on the beach, and uh, I would pull that thing out under the canopy and uh, play a few rounds of Pokemon. Now let me let me say this about Pokemon. I think I've come to the conclusion that the best Pokemon game ever made might have been the uh, Game Boy Advance uh, Ruby and Sapphire games. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can I can argue with that. Yeah, and I played Ruby, and right. even though I still th- I think it's the best of the Pokemon games, I don't. I still don't think I understand why people love the loop that is Pokemon. And I understand parts of it are cool, like leveling up your 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 Pokemon, and f- mm-hmm. these fights are fun. I like turn based fights. Like all that stuff's cool. I like what you got to do in town. The stories are fun and light. All that. What I don't like is just running around in the weeds and random encounters. I hate it. But hate you got to you you got to, you know, you got to go harvest the Pokémans yeah. so you can be the ultimate trainer. Yeah. That's true. That's a lot though. 150 Pokémon base then plus whatever extras were there by the time this GBA version came out. Like it's a lot. You, it's a lot of Pokémon. You got to collect them all. Well, it's, it's it's one of those games and one of the things that really works about these games is the slow you're 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 not leveling up necessarily as much as you're progressing. And it's just like, but it's just little, little blips of progression, right? You right. don't make a whole bunch of progression. So you got to get out there. You got to grind grind, and you got to do the thing. So I'm with you, but yeah, it, it's, I've never been huge into Pokemon, mm. but I, I, I kind of get it. So yeah, Ruby, you said Ruby was was the, you had the yeah. Ruby one. Is that when you I had have Ruby? There was Ruby and Sapphire were the two right, of right. that era, which you know they always release them in two, and then there's two, which is so much. Like, can I just say that's such bullshit? I know they're just getting all your you. You know I want both. Well, you get this yeah. one. You get this special Pokemon. Yeah, they're I trying to. That, that is, I want you're, both. You're absolutely right. They're just trying to get your cash. That's what. Yeah, this is. it's in the song. You got to catch them all. Come on. Yeah, it is, and also. Um, uh, so what I do instead is after I played that for a bunch, I'm like, all right, I, I get it, but I don't get it still. So I'm just going to go play Pokemon pinball on the same system and that game rocks. And I do want to catch them all in there. That's my favorite yeah. Pokemon game ever made. Pokemon pinball rules. That is, yeah, I can see that's totally you. All right. Now in the Pokemon pinball, let me, 
Did we talk about this one before? I'm trying know. to remember if I played the Pokemon pinball. Oh, you I'm need always to if curious. You, you got to get when in there. they have pinball. If they just kind of skin it, it's like here's a pinball game, and here's well, I'm not talking like that. Here's a <laughs> pinball game, and we put and we we skinned it with Pokemon creatures, or did they go all in and understand the idea of Pokemon, where you know they they work some of the game mechanics in, or they just skin that bad no, boy? No, what happened? It, it's the latter. Uh, okay, it's uh, it's a very respect s- specific to Pokemon experience. It's very good pinball in its own right, but everything you're doing right. in there is like reminiscent of something else you might do, like how you evolve your Pokemon, how you catch them in no, the first I place, like how you do bonus levels, like all this stuff uh, is great. And there's two tables, a ruby and a sapphire table, what? and they're two totally different tables. So there's a lot of variety there. And uh, I could play that all day. I freaking love that game. I'm That's down so for this. Good. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, you got to play it, dude. It's good. It's really good. Plays wonderfully on that little device, too. So I uh, cannot mm. say enough about it. Hey, uh, you spent a lot of time looking like Mr. 90s man. Tell me about what you did this week. Oh, so during 1995 in the year 2000, I was working in the IT field as I continue to do today. But during that time, we were in what was known kind of like you'd call like a protoplasmic state of evolution of bringing the Internet from, you know, schools and military and laboratories into people's homes Mm -hmm. and so there was a short time before corporate greed stepped in and that time was between like 95 and 2000 and things kind of changed really fast and there is something i discovered this past week called protoweb what is that you may ask well is a project that is trying to bring back kind of a snapshot of that era from the 95 to 2000 era and you can use a retro browser to look at what they've rebuilt of the internet from that time. They're using archive.org to rebuild a lot of that. Uh, they've got they've got some people, they got some hands in there, and they're physically making it so that when you click on a link from some type of restored archive.org version of 1998's Yahoo. When you click on a link, it actually goes somewhere. Mm. Archive.org yeah. is amazing. It has great snapshots of websites in a, you know, and you can click on some stuff and it'll sometimes go, but most times it's broken, right? No, no. It's, it's a very broken experience. Uh, but you know, what you gonna do? This yeah. is what Proto Web is kind of doing. It's yeah. kind of going, dude, you know, we're we're gonna recreate that situation as faithfully as we can. Um, and so I've been messing with that. I've been listening to WANAMP. There's yeah. a whole bunch of shoutcast channels to listen to. I went on the Yahoo search engine, looked at some stuff. There's all there's there's uh, the Sega system, like the Sega website from that time uh, is there. Like you can play some Shockwave games, yeah. like uh, Nights into Dreams and stuff, where they've made like these little mini games, stuff you would never be able to access probably anywhere else because it's becoming increasingly more difficult to play anything this shockwave based. And we got a question about that not long ago. And that was one of the things that kind of stuck with me. It was like, Oh, we are covering all these retro games. So there was a period between 95 and 2000 where people were still playing games, but there was this whole new, you know, burgeoning market of shockwave games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so those have been kind of lost for a while now, Mm -hmm. but with, with, if you use something like PC EM, 
which is a PC emulator allowing you to run Windows 95, Windows 98. And you're going, but there's already virtual machines, Brian. Using that voice again. Um, there are virtual <laughs> machines. However, these projects, PCEM, are specifically looking to emulate the hardware uh, to, so you can play retro games. Yeah. So you can play a whole bunch of DOS games with these kind of setups. And it's awesome. It Proto seems Web cool. Allows you to have an even greater immersive experience because you can log into these your PCEM, run your Proto Web, which is running through a proxy. Yeah. So what happens is you go through a proxy that is like creating this web experience. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. Boy, I could go on for days about Proto Web, and so much so that I actually uh, signed up to be a contributor today, and uh, I'm working on. Um, bringing texavery.com to protoweb. Oh, that's right. I forgot you owned that. You bastard. It is its greatest, uh, it, the height of its popularity was during the late 90s. Mm. It was outperforming all, all their websites that I was doing. And you know where that most of the traffic was coming from? Mm-hmm. France. France. The French people love the Tex Avery, even though it was in English. A lot of the website didn't depend on a lot of text or writing. It wasn't, we wasn't. Chuck, who is my good friend, yeah. who's you, he started this whole thing. Yeah. He was a huge Tex Avery fan, and uh, he didn't write a bunch of stuff. He just he put pictures of Tex Avery stuff and clips of Tex Avery stuff, stuff you couldn't get to because it wasn't available. Of course, and so we're bringing that back. You're bringing yeah. it back. Yeah, no, this is Bring great. It back. I love it. Uh, look at you messing around the Texan Two website here on this Proto Web business. Yeah. Oh, we got, we got, uh, so yeah, so yeah, you, you will play that video. So when you log into something like that, they have a pre-build of, of and I'm going to send it to you, Scott, and it's the PCEM and it's got a Netscape, uh, communicator and navigator on there. Wow. So, oh, remember that there was two different versions of Netscape. Yep. There was the, it was like, they started out with navigator, right? Yep. And then you moved into communicator and it's also got like, uh, internet explorer five, Yo, dude, it's just such a nostalgia trip. But I did get questioned not long ago. Somebody said, but why? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, because preservation, dude. Yeah, man, preservation. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I'm pro-preservation regardless of what you're preserving. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I watched Strong Bad videos this morning. Listen to Winamp. Yeah. All you the know, whole old experience, all that we used to do. The whole old experience. Yeah. Then I popped in to Newgrounds and played a couple of Flash uh, or Shockwave games. Did you download and, ICQ and get that all going? Yeah, that kind of stuff's not functional yet. <laughs> Email, ICQ, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you get got some IRC experiences, like if you wanted to pop in there and do that. Actually, if you go to, like, to the Shoutcast in there, yeah. there's a whole bunch of IRC. So I was like hanging out in IRC cla- uh, rooms, kind of like Discord people, if you don't know what it is. Yeah, IRC uh, is old school sh- uh, forums and chat. That's yeah, it's like it Discord where you could talk live and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's cool. And uh, But I was listening to the music. We're all listening to the same music. We're all doing the same things. They have this community event. There's Hexen right now I'm looking at on the old id software. Somebody restored uh, all the links on that. So you can yeah. look at all those wallpapers and descriptions and interviews. All from 97, 98. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, you're, look, you're single-handedly changing the, changing the world. That's what's going on. I'm not single-handedly doing it. I am just p- tossing in my little pentance uh, to ProtoWeb project because I was there between 95 and 98 making tons of websites, yeah. doing tons of internet things. 
uh, and all this stuff. Every time they mention something, I'm like, yeah, I, I remember that. And I, I know how to do that. I know how to get there. And I, you know, I can use my memory and I can I can uh, get you guys uh, to this place. So finally going to be making use of it. Nice. Uh, oh, speaking of use, uh, no use net neither. So oh. that was a big thing during that time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not there. So yeah, if you go to Yahoo, if you don't remember what Yahoo is, because it's not like it. Yahoo's like what? Like a news source now or something? Well, it's Maybe still a search you know, engine. You can go search with it. We what would you find with it though? It was a curated search engine back in the day, and that's how Google ate their lunch because it was you know a group of people making decisions about the quality of websites. Yahoo's search engine, in some ways, was so superior to Google. Uh, in at, some at ways, the point. curation was better, but then the curation yeah. was so much better because you would get, you know, you would get. You know, there was no logarithms. There was a human making human ethical decisions. Right? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And I'm looking right now at it. It's still there. You can make it your default search engine. It's still an engine, but it's not one people think of, you know? No. We're not like, ooh, Yahoo, hurry up and get that on my phone. No one thinks about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but just quickly, I really ate up some time there. Apologies for just going on about ProtoWeb. It's just such a huge project when you really get down to it. I didn't realize it would take up so much of my life, but it did. Um, I ordered this. What? uh, can you see the strawberry shortcake yeah. Atari 2600 yeah. Parker Brothers I dude. believe that's uh, my sisters would play that they'd love that dude yeah, yeah this is uh, was this musical uh, matchups yeah I didn't even know this existed but I did <laughs> while, while I was doing all my researching somehow or another I ended up on Barbie Sargent uh, the, the, she was an American Greetings uh, illustrator that's the, that's the greeting card company yeah. Um, during the seventies and like in 72 or 70, 72, she created this character. Uh, and, and so then in 77, they actually redid it. Uh, and she had to end up suing American greetings to get it back, uh, into her hands because they claimed that she was doing it work for hire. And after she won that lawsuit, yeah. there was already dolls and cartoon stuff coming out. And instead of being an artist demanding something, she literally just said, I just wanted the credit. Here it is back. Do what wow. you do. Wow. And I'm like, holy Moses. You gave up some cash there. Gave up so much. I mean, strawberry shortcake is just, you know, that was some big money. I'm going to send you something. Um, it yeah. just reminded me of it. My daughter gave me these two things for my birthday, and I totally forgot to show them. If you don't know what strawberry shortcake is, by the way. Yeah, just go look it up. The the best part about strawberry shortcake was the smelly dolls. Yeah, they smelled. Right, so, when there was a blueberry girl, she smelled good. Yeah. Uh, it was all just smelly uh, uh, dessert-based um, things. Yeah, 100%. Oh, Pac-Man. Yeah, look at this. With, so this is yeah, – my daughter found the these two old, uh, two old cartridges somewhere, Atari yeah. 2600 cartridges. I always forget that Atari called them game programs. That's um, right. But anyway, that's that horrible port of Pac-Man with the square pellets. Terrible. Or the terrible. Some people actually pellets. like it though. They they like the largeness of the of the of the blocks and they like that it that it scrolls off screen. And we actually have some Pac-Man later on that kind of does some of that, but I hated it. Like, it was it was it wasn't the arcade Pac-Man to me, man. But this is eighty and eighty one, and I'm gonna hang these up somewhere. I don't know where. They're all banged up. I love when they're beat up like this. It's great. Yes. Big fan, big fan. Can I can I just go ahead and preach one more time while we're doing this? Go preach. Um, I'm so frustrated still. I've talked about this in the past. I'm not a collector. In other words, I'm not using my retro equipment as investments other than investing into the idea 
that these things are being preserved. Yeah. So I get really frustrated when things uh, when things increase in price because of, of a scarcity for whatever. Usually, I'm fine if it's just scarce because there just wasn't a lot of them. But when people go, they start pulling them off the market and putting them in boxes, you know, little clear acrylic boxes, and they put them on shelves, and then they, you know, see how much they'll, you know, increase in price. I hate that crap. Yeah, you don't like that. Um, you wanted you want everyone to share in the glory that was these retro experiences. I understand, right? But I, I will say this for free: I picked up two 13 inch TV VCR combos <laughs> this past week, and they're all they're both worth about one hundred fifty dollars a piece. <laughs> you have more TVs now. Audrey actually went because I had a nineteen inch with a VCR TV combo, and she was like, she was like, uh, okay, and then like I brought these two 13 inches. And I put them right below it, and she she walked in the in there, and she walked back out and says, "Are they multiplying? <laughs> yeah, they're having babies now. That's great. Are they having babies?" And I said, "No." Yeah, I said, "I'm not a hoarder. Get off my case." Yeah, you're gonna your doctor's gonna go. Uh, you got some kind of weird um, body changes happening. You're morphing, and we don't know why. Oh, it's because you have 14 CRTs on faced at you all the time during the day. That's Should I why. tell you the saddest part of it? Yeah. I went to another place today, also one of those donation-based places, and I I just happened to go around the side, and they had a bunch of trash bins. They didn't have anything inside. They had a bunch of trash bins outside, and there was a whole huge bin of, like, Sony Triniton 19-inch uh, CRTs <laughs> in beautiful condition. Fantastic. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I walked over to the bin. I'm like, what do they do with it? And I looked, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Somebody cut the cable off, like at the base of it. So the VGA cable, which ran into the unit itself, Oops. was cut off. And I was like, oh, that'd be a pain. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I realized they were doing it there. Yeah. They were getting these things in and they were cutting the cables off of them. That's what so makes disposal. That's because that makes it so <laughs> people don't go dumpster diving at their stuff and take their shiz. That's why, man. So I was standing outside, you know, crying. Yeah. <laughs> Shedding tears of sadness. Like, like uh, yeah, it would be really offensive. Like that, uh, like the like the Indian guy from the seventies. What that wasn't really a Native American. Who was it? Who was that guy that was oh, crying? That was he, he really was a, a Native American? No, he was Italian. That guy. He was Italian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gosh dang it! My earphones are breaking. Hold on a second. Why are these coming off? I don't know, but man, I did not mean to distract from our Smash TV co conversation. Freaking jeez, Louise! I apologize. Hold on. We're gonna put them in the hole. Okay, get in there. Get in there. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to hold together, Sony? Sony, are we going to keep our headset together here? Jeez Louise. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you're listening to the podcast, you should have fast-forwarded to uh, what minute is it now? <laughs> 400 minutes. Oh, I have no 400 idea. minutes. Smash uh, TV and Total Carnage. Smash TV and Total Carnage. That's right, baby. We're going to talk about those right now. Shall we play a game? Sure, why not? Let's talk about this one. Let's go! I recognize this. This game was about to suck a bunch of your quarters in for the year it came out, which was 1999. Then, yes. Right? Right there at Y2K. No, it was, didn't come out in 1999. It was set in 1999. Oh, it was set in 99. Why am I thinking 99? Because, yeah, there's no but, way it was 99. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, set, it's set in the year 1999 when you play as a contestant in an ultraviolet game show of the future. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. You walked out there. Okay, up to this point, you had a couple of examples 
uh, of games that may or may not be able to be classified as dual stick shooters. And the ones I would think right. of would be like Robotron 2084 or... Also Eugene Jarvis and the sp- spiritual predecessor to Smash TV. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this is. It feels a lot like that, but this one is so much more graphical. It's so much more... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's more... Everything, everything is the word yeah. you're looking for. It is, it is more action. It is more graphics. It is more. Uh, it, 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 it really tapped. It was the first really dual stick shooter that just really tapped into me so much so that I literally forget that I'm spending money. It was so easy to drop twenty dollars. Oh yeah, into Smash TV, and it's just such an adrenaline fueled. Uh, masterpiece maybe that's maybe that's the word because you're you're like destroying stuff yep. just everything is just being blown up it's just like going you know just, it's it is such a what's the word i'm looking for we're both having word problems with smash tv uh visceral yeah, it, it was a visceral, visceral experience sure there you go i would say i would say it was, say, just, say it was like off. uh yeah it just felt like oh my gosh i almost killed all of these i'm putting another quarter in or 50 cents yeah unending hordes yeah. is what was going on and such satisfaction in the fact that you are still living uh, as long as you did. It made you feel like you were kind of invincible, but at the same time, very vulnerable. And there's a reason for that. And I got a chance to kind of analyze a little bit closer this week when I was playing Smash TV. Yeah. I did not. When you play this, it's top down dual sticks. You're like we had talked about Smash yeah. TV is. Um, and. When you're and, and that was better than back when you used to play like uh, uh, what's what's the one the the one with the robot and is you gotta you're walking into the walls and you're fo- constantly facing the characters. Well, uh, Robotron, you know, or are you talking Berserk? You know, there you go, Berserk. Berserk. Right. Yeah. I want you to play the name game. Uh, so you 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 <laughs> this time you can you're you're mostly pulling back, right? So you're walking backwards a lot and shooting forward. You're trying to constantly get away from the hordes that are coming at you. Yeah. And I discovered that the different hordes, if you you walk into some of the hordes, and if you're shooting, if you walk in backwards and you collide with them, even though you're not shooting them, you kill them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize this. Yeah. And it's, so... Done, not that it mattered much. You're still going to die real quick and put more quarters in this damn machine. The machine right. was, a, it was a bastard. Mach- you know? it was, this machine was a machine at getting your quarters out of your pocket. <laughs> yeah. And the trick was, when you would back up like that, you into the simple characters, which are just like you just ah, this guy's swinging at you. And then there's like these bat guys who have bats and they're swinging at you. Yeah, and you, you can't walk into them. No, uh, in firing backwards because no. they will kill you. It's just the weenie little uh, zombie guys that you can fight that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's uh, what is it like? There's there's uh, mutants or something. There's plain old mutants just walking around, zombified hordes. Um, and yeah, you, yeah, you can kill them easily with just about anything. But the pickups were so cool. Yeah, and this, that, this that game. That. I, I'm gonna just say it. This game is 100 yeah. percent uh, not a ripoff, but it is a always oh, ripoff, uh, an homage, <laughs> if 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 you can call it that, to the Running Man. That's the whole concept, futuristic oh. sport or not sport, but uh, game show yeah. basically. And you're running around the way Arnold did in that movie. And there's a guy who's in charge, who's a lot like uh, Richard, Richard Dawson. Dawson. <laughs> yeah, and he's an a hole, and he's got girls on each arm, and it's all very hyper cyberpunk 80s vision ridiculous over the top stuff this boss fight right here is hilarious i love this You'll thing you need it so is it is this the first boss fight with uh with mutoid this man this is mutoid or? man yep yeah mutoid, mutoid man. man yeah i like i like that guy 
And the boss fights are amazing. They kind of reminded me of Zelda bosses, where the bosses are like, you know, like four or five times bigger than you, mm-hmm. and you have to come up with specific types of attacks to to you know encounter them, but or to destroy them. But this time, this thing you, th- you you're seeing a lot of damage hit the monster or the boss, and stuff is flying off from him all the time. Blood, gore, everything. But man, it's like you never are making really real big progress. You think you're always on the cusp of thinking, "I'm just about killed him." Yeah, he's a you're bullet. Not. He's a bullet sponge. That's what he is. He is a bullet sponge, absolutely. And he just keeps getting more and more haggard and more and more bloodied. And you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, there's no way this boss is gonna live." And then you think, "Oh, I think I finally figured it out. He's vulnerable from behind." Because if I shoot, because he only shoots like uh, in in front of him. There's like a 45 degree angle right behind him that he can't shoot towards. Right. And you think I'll just walk behind him, but then he rolls you over with his uh, with his wheels. Yeah, and it's it's also <laughs> important to remember that um, uh, pickups and power ups are really important in these fights. Uh, oh, your God, your regular so old bullet thing, for example, is just bouncing off this guy's metal shit. But as soon as you get like the grenade launcher, you just pepper spray that guy with grenades, and he's you know you'll take him down, or you'll eventually you will take him down. Um, yeah, but the, it's just such. It, this, but that's what's so fun about it is it, it they they did such a great job of making you think you're making progress, but you're not really. Yeah, and so you think, oh, if I just stick another quarter in, I can win. Yeah. So Eugene Jarvis, uh, uh, Mark Termel. Tur- Tur- uh, yep. th- these guys were leading this thing, and 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 man, they yeah. were killing it. Did you kill did, it? Did you know that John Tobias may have been involved? Well, he was more involved in the next one, but still, yeah, he was totally. He was definitely involved in Total Carnage. I think he may have had a, a hand in in the other as well. John Tobias, if you don't know, co-creator, right? Co-creator is co-creator is, is, is correct. Of Mortal Kombat is, is right. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's John um, Tobias and uh, the other guy. I can't forget. Yeah, his name. he's he's the artist. In uh, in Total Carnage, and I think he, I, I'm not 100 sure on this, but I think he might have did some work also. No, nah, I wouldn't think so though. These these games were so far apart. I don't know. They, I don't, I don't know, know either. I, I don't know if he my, was involved. I think or I'm not. mixing my information. Yeah, but John Tobias, big deal in co- in uh, comics in the uh, video games, and yeah. uh, without him, you have no Mortal Kombat probably. Um, but uh, but yeah, like this thing had a unique. I say unique. It would. It had a great ripped off Running Man vibe going about it. And um, oh, I mean, there was there was not even a question uh, if Eugene totally ripped off every one hundred percent bit of uh, Total Recall because I mean, it's just it's obvious. I mean, Running Man, Running it's Man. Just, I just say Total. I say, I say Running Man. Yeah, we done Total Recall. That's that's the yeah, area. Yeah, it's yeah. hard not to mix those two up. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's great. It's so much freaking fun, you guys. And. Now it would be a good time for me to just tell you that I believe the Super Nintendo version of the game is the superior version of the game. And I mean straight across the board, including arcade. I think it's more fun. I think it's tighter. It feels better. It's refined. It feels great on that controller. Uh, they made right, it work. The, the shoulder buttons for strafing, all that stuff. It's just a superior product on the Super yeah. Nintendo. So we talked about the dual stick shooter aspect. Very important uh, having you know one controller to control the movement of the character and one to aim in the direction you want to fire into, and that was kind of hard to emulate, especially on eight bit systems like the NES yep. and the Sega Master System and the Game Gear. Those all have a D pad, uh, but then they've only got two buttons. 
on right. the other side, right? Right. And so the SNES had a really good setup. It was a D-pad and four face buttons, and you could use the four face buttons like a D-pad. Yep. And so it allowed you to move around pretty well. And like Scott said, you could you could do the strafing with the with the shoulder buttons. Now I'm going to argue for just a second that it's not that important once you've played the Sega Genesis version for a minute. Now the SNES version definitely had better sound. The yeah. Genesis version. A little crustier, but we know that about the Genesis in in, in this era. Yeah. But I will argue just a little bit that the three button control system that they worked out pretty smart and pretty good and works fairly well with this game. Um. So if you've ever seen the Sega Saturn, it's got D pad Saturn Genesis. If you ever seen the Sega Genesis, it's got D pad, and then it's got three buttons A B C. Now they did have the six button later on, but that's not configured for this game. We just got the three buttons. Um. So one, I think the A button um, allows you to, it's this the fire button. So you got your D-pad for, for moving around, A button, fire. And then the B button, by default, is set for what's called reverse. Yeah. So you literally just whatever uh, way you're moving, you hit the reverse button, it shoots in the opposite direction. Right. So, and then you got C, which is lock. Yeah. Lock is how a lot of the 8-bit systems did. You just walked in. And uh, you you walked around. And you was always faced in like one direction, so you just kind of had to keep your back towards the wall, which wasn't always a good idea with Smash TV. Uh, but I noticed when I did the reverse, it worked great because when I play Smash TV, I'm always walking backwards. I never go towards anything. I'm always walking opposite of the way I'm shooting. So the net sum is no difference for me because that's how I play with the dual stick anyway. Yeah, yeah. So fair point. I, right. I mean, I, I think it can work, and I'm not saying it's the worst for port of the game by any stretch. The right. NES version is really the garbage. That's a bad game. Oh, the um, 8-bit stuff, Yeah, I don't like, like you it. said. that was Those were no good. They Visually, couldn't handle all these damn audio. sprites. It was just like glitchy sprites every two inches, yeah. and it's a mess. And, and, and one cool thing about it, I guess, sort of, was you could play it with two controllers. So if you were like, oh, I yeah, really yeah. need this That's feeling right. of having two controllers in my hand, uh, so I can do one stick here, one stick over there. You could do that with the NES version. Take two controllers and play it that way. Still sucked. Still bad. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried to hold uh, an NES D-pad in a single hand and try to, you know, thumb that thing around? Eh, it's not the greatest no. experience. And it takes away your ability to do what is really great about Smash TV is where you can bring along a buddy. It's a two-player game. You play together. You just destroy everything on screen. It's really a really good experience. Uh, Smash TV is a screen-to-screen game. You go into a room, and it's just you and a bunch of stuff coming in through doors as you blow it up. And having a friend with you, that's fantastic. Oh, co-op is so good. Yeah. yeah. But when you have the two, with the NES only had two game ports, unless yep. you had like a, a multi-tap adapter or whatever their version of it was. Yeah. Um, but then you had to have four curl controllers. You might as well just throw the whole system away. Just, for, just forget it. You, you can't do it. It's, just get out of here. It's, it's a bad port. I don't even port. know if you could even do it. No, it's a bad port. I, I wish it's, it was it's better. Not it's, not, it's not great. It didn't play to the strengths of the system, and um, this game needed more sprites. Yeah, and, and that's where the yeah. Genesis comes in. Yeah. The Genesis is really fast. It's really fast sprite drawing. Uh, that's that's what That was this deal. And so, like I said, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's universally understood that the SNES version is the best I'm saying that the the Genesis version ain't bad. It's right behind it. It's right there. And some things are even actually, I think, kind of work a little bit better. But overall, definitely goes to the SNES. I'm going to complain okay. about 
the fact that Smash TV has never gotten a modern treatment. And I'm not right. saying I want a first-person shooter or something. It's not what I mean. I want it to be like this, top-down, but mm-hmm. do this in like some awesome you know, Unreal or Unity or some kind of cool engine. Uh, three-quarter, 3D, you know, whatever. And then give right. me a true dual-stick experience like we have with all our new controllers. Yes. And then give me that game like tomorrow. I want, right. that, I want that game. What was that sound? That was weird. What'd you that do? was actually me trying to pull up the Xeno Crisis Steam webpage and oh. started playing the audio. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty is pretty 2019 Xeno Crisis. No relation uh, to this game other than it really wants to be Smash TV. Yeah, but don't um, you, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, I want it to yeah. be the name. I want Smash F and TV. Yes. I want it to be a roguelike so it has, like, progression it. mechanics and weapon upgrades and a central hub for the thing. Or maybe a little thicker story. You can go nuts with no. it. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, just go nuts with it, man. Why Why didn't they just... Why did they just backtrack and make a deal with, you know, uh, whoever made the running man? Yeah. Because I would have. I would have definitely... <laughs> If you had have brought me the Running Man Smash TV, you know, labeled whatever, I would buy it. I would love that. That would have been great. Do you play the mat since you have a Master System now? Do you play that version at all? I played. I I um, emulated it, though I didn't have the I didn't have the the card or anything. But I did emulate it. How I played most of this this week uh, was on my PlayStation Two Midway Arcade Treasures. Which has, uh, let's see, it's got a, a, like 20 classic arcade games, including Robotron 2084 and Smash TV. And it has uh, a bunch of interviews with Mark and Eugene talking about this game. And it was a lot of fun. And the, since it was on my PlayStation 2, dual stick shooting is perfect because you got your two little analog sticks right there. Yep. It was a really great experience. It's fast, really uh, arcade perfect, yep. uh, sounded great. It was a great experience. PlayStation 2 version of Midway Arcade Treasures. Do that I mean, we have to grab that. Yeah. Like that I said, you got a PS2? Right. Dude, yeah. yeah, this is the way to go. I think I got this on eBay. Mm, I forget. I think it was when I was doing... Uh, might have been Robotron or was it Gauntlet? I can't remember. No. Joust 2. This thing, this has got all the good ones here. Here's a hit list of everything that we've been we've already played. And I've played this a couple of times in the past. Yeah. Uh let's see. We got some Gauntlet. We got Joust 1 and 2. Paper Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh the Robotron, which we talked about. Um it's got Sinistar. We haven't talked about that yet, but I want to. No. Super Sprint. Sinistar. We, we gotta do a Sinistar episode, dude. We got to. Marble Madness. Didn't we do that one? Yes. Uh, if we didn't, we definitely did 720. So I mean, we did Marble thing, Madness for sure. We've done that. Yeah, this thing is 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 a is a freaking beast of greatness. You should definitely get this particular one. Okay, I'm in. I'm all in on yeah. that. Now, here's the thing: the game was a huge hit. People loved it. It was a smash. You might say, sold really well. Did really well. Uh, and some years later, people were sitting around going, "Yeah, what if we did a spiritual successor of sorts?" I think it's a great idea. It's that, a fine idea, that's, sir. That sounded like this. Total carnage! Yeah. He said that the first time. Yeah, well, he does. He says it in the first game, and he Total says it again in this. Carnage! Listen to some of this audio. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. It's a lot of explosions. Hold on. Okay. All we are making is baby milk! <laughs> what? What'd he say? I don't know. 
Captain Carnage! All right, so Captain Carnage comes out, and uh, he's your kind of namesake for this movie, or for this movie, for yeah, this game. Yeah, Captain Carnage. You play as Captain Carnage or uh, is in Major Mayhem. So Major could- Mayhem, yep. Yeah, yeah. Dumb name. Stupid name. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it is a this is this is basically like commandos, yeah. In yeah. that you're traveling places. This is no longer like in a close set the way Smash TV was. No, you're not screen um, to screen this time. You're 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 going where you want. Yep, it's bloodier. It's weirder. Uh, I don't think it's as good. It's not quite as I don't know. It's not as tight of an experience as, as a gameplay experience, but. From a visual standpoint and a kind of like, hey, Eugene Jarvis, how much weed are you on right now kind of standpoint, <laughs> it's a great showcase for that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's some weird... Look at the tongues coming out of this freaking dragon head. It's this amazing. This is... Man, if you love Mortal Kombat, you got to come see John Tobias's uh, influence on on this badass thing because it's still top down. Like Scott said, you're traveling north for the most part, doing pickups, uh, but you're no longer trapped room to room. You're just doing your commando thing, and oh my gosh, if the last one was ramped up, this is ramped up even more. The thing I didn't care for, though, is I'm with you. This is not a is a polished experience, because the first one, they leaned to the theme. The theme was running man and you know that dystopian future of playing, uh, you know, uh, uh, playing uh, for prizes. You were on a game show and you're playing for prizes. Everything revolved around getting cash in prizes and trying to survive here you're attacking some dictator you know it was it was post uh which war was it which war was we doing what what did we do gulf gulf Uh, war scenario oh yeah i think it was gulf war was the idea yeah yeah so we did the the gulf war so we're going after this dictator who is i don't know what he's supposed to be he's very generic um, His name but, is Richard Tater, but they called him Dick Richard Tater. Tater yeah. yeah. So, you know, and for some reason you're facing off against his bosses on the ground and the cities. It doesn't make nearly as much sense. This guy looks like Modoc the more you destroy him, by the I way. I know. The He's just basically Modoc the whole time. It's yeah. So dumb. And, uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, but they, the, 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 even the sound effects are not tied in. There's like these, all these cartoon slapstick boing you know all these little you know all this slapstick kind of stuff that's just just takes away from it yeah it's just not the quarter pusher that i that i had and look i mean at this and you're watching if you're watching now if you could see it the everything on screen is just exploding it's mm-hmm. just it's any types of any reason to just run blood everywhere and parts and gibbs just it's just all it's also cheap i don't know if you just watch that but a bus comes by after the boss defeat yeah. And runs you over if you happen to be in the way. And if that's on yeah. your last life, you got to put another quarter in this damn game for that cheap trick. But, well, electric cheap trick. Uh, but <laughs> I do love is they, they did the same thing they did in the first one. And the first one in Smash TV, actually the second one, if you want to call it, if you want to count Robotron, um, when you got killed sometimes, you would go flying towards the screen. Your body parts and your eyeballs would go flying up. God, it's always someone so badass about having. Uh, body parts fly towards you like that. No, the um, art's awesome. It kind of it makes me wish Tobias used this art style in Mortal Kombat instead of the the photo yeah. cap stuff. I, I don't yeah. like it as much. I like this stuff. If you've never seen Total Carnage, and you're forgiven if you haven't, this thing did not do nearly as well as Smash TV. It kind of flew under the radar in 1992, and uh, yeah, it's is is worth 
testing out and going, oh, oh, I see what we're trying to do here, but I, I don't know it really going anywhere on this one. I don't know if you'd want to like defeat it or nothing like that. Yeah, Maybe it's no. Let's just say it's no. It's no Smash TV. That's all. Yeah, I don't all even Smash think it's TV players. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think it's a command, a good commando. Like I think it's no. It's it's a passable commando, but commandos, commandos, I guess. Yeah, is a better game. Um, right, and a more cohesive game, and also a less chaotic game. That's one of the problems of this one. I found when I was replaying it, I counted all my deaths because I was like, I want to see what this would have cost me in '92. Yeah, and it turns out it would have cost me a lot because you die constantly and not fairly you die cheaply yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time because it's bullet hell it's cheap tricks it's this tank was moving slow and then suddenly it's moving fast uh it's i can't see anything because these flames are everywhere yeah. and uh how am i ever gonna survive you know how am i gonna ever live it's really ridiculous yeah yeah what they throw at you but i kind of yeah, like is- it still i don't know it's hard to it's no hard i'm to with say. you now if if you have this would have been a horrible experience in the arcade, like you said, of all the cheap tricks they use, because that hurts. You know, it's like, hey, wait a minute. It's going to cost me another freaking quarter to do this. Well, when you're at home, it's kind of funny, you know, right? Yeah. What's the cost of having to, you know, die? Just hit the button again and continue? That's cool. But this really didn't get ported to many places, uh, unlike Smash TV. No, I don't even and, know. Uh, did this get end up with major console releases? I don't think it I did. Think it, yeah, it did. And actually, I think it even got... There was a really weird one, I think... I think it made it to the Jaguar or something stupid. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's all really w- weird. I'm like, okay, that's that's where they ended up. All right. Um, but this one's way more fun as a multiplayer. Now, yeah. Smash TV, I, it, at the arcade, I didn't care for people to join in. I sent you a picture of why I don't like that in the Discord. Oh, let me pull that up. Ago. Oh, and while I'm doing that real quick, here are your, excuse me, your ports. The Super Nintendo, uh, arcade, obviously. The next year, Super right. Nintendo. Uh, same year, or just shortly after, Game Boy got a version. Amiga, Amiga CD32, MS-DOS, and then Jaguar, like you were, you were correct about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, Late in sorry, life, let's like see this image. way late for the Jaguar. Where did you, uh, is this from earlier, uh, before our hat discussion? <laughs> let's see. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was way before. Anyway, this was one of those generation of arcade games that were very narrow. Yeah. Um, and so, the, it... That picture encapsulated. You're standing really close. Oh, here it is. It's dual sticks. So it's it's still dual stick. So you got four sticks on a little board. And man, you are touching the guy who's next to you. You are really buddy, buddy with the guy next to you. Look at a sweater guy touching shirt, blue shirt, man. Look at that. Yeah, there is there is no room. There is no room for this. And uh, at home, it's great because you got your own controller still on your side of the couch instead of my side of the couch. I don't want to sweat next to this guy. I, yeah. I'm fine with touching people, but you're definitely sweating when you're playing these games. Oh, hell yeah. I don't want to touch no sweaty guy. I don't want my hands touching somebody else's sweaty hand. No, I'm with you. Uh-huh. This is a problem for me as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's fine. It's a fine game. You guys, I don't want to be act like we're poo-pooing game. it. Cause it's not, it's not poo. We've talked about worse games, but it's not the classic that smash TV is. No smash TV is like all time, right? Like it's it's the greatest of all time. Yeah. What are you talking about? I couldn't wait to to do this on episode eighty. I was like, Smash TV, we got to do it. Why did I? Oh, I know why. Smash TV hit my uh, smashed my button. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're wanting to play this, you can play this on Antstream. Oh, uh, which just came to the Xbox. Yeah, that's and the, it's one of the most popular. It was because I was looking. I was like, oh, what's popular on Antstream on the Xbox and Smash TV? was one of the most oh, popular yeah, it's games. it's got to be, right? So good. 
Uh, real quick dangerous. here, the um, there was a release planned for Genesis and Sega CD, uh, but these were. But why bother? It says they were in development by Black Pearl Software. They were supposed to be published by Malibu Games. Neither port was officially released to the public for unknown reasons, despite being advertised and previewed in multiple game magazines that year. I can tell you the reason. No one cared about going, uh, I mean, it's after the Gulf War. We're going to go against the evil General Akabab and Akabab. Akabab, yeah. And it just wasn't a good idea. It just wasn't. (laughs) No, it wasn't a great idea. Real quick here the prototype cartridge for the Genesis is currently owned by this Jason Wilson guy who owns a ton of memorabilia. So love it. Love it. That's out there. Um, And this game was not nearly as quotable with stuff like. Because I was like, I was so confused. So I'll buy that for a dollar is a reference to something they say in RoboCop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here, they do it. They have the 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 general. He comes on and says, I'd buy you for a dollar. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but they also do that same line in <laughs> I don't get um, Smash TV, right? They use that same yeah, line. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it's and literally let's the Let's get line. on with it. Bingo! Yeah! No, it's there. I can't. I didn't, yeah. I didn't copy it out, but there's a... I'd buy that for a dollar while he's hugging on those yeah, yeah, two that's ladies. Yeah, that's the real quote. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd yeah. buy you for a dollar. How come they quote. did that, though? To uh, How'd they get away with that? Why didn't the RoboCop people come down on them for that? That seems weird to me. I know, and they were making their own game. Yeah. What do they care, I guess? I guess back then nobody cared. I mean, it's just all fed back into the machine. Res all in just good fun. I think it'd be really hard to sue Eugene Jarvis. He's just such a <laughs> laid back, fun kind of guy. Yeah. We're suing you. Okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the reviews for this aren't great. Um, the Jaguar game did the best. It looks was, like eight out of 10. Was that, I, it came really late. I was like, was that a fan based game or something? It no. didn't look like it come through official channels. No, so it I was on, that was yeah. an actual published on the Jaguar official deal. Right. But everything published there was weird. You know. Yeah, well, they were doing some stuff with with Williams anyway, right? That was a lot of things that made it to the Jaguar, so they probably just threw that in there. Yeah. And uh, the, to top the deal off we're going to have with you guys, we'll throw in uh, Total Carnage. Yeah, you want that Total Carnage? It's not really great. It's kind of shit. Right. But hey, you want it? And Atari you said, yeah, we, we'll take it. We'll do it. We'll buy that for a dollar, they yep. said. We're building a toilet add-on for our CD, so we're ready for anything. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there you go. Uh, those two games are are cool. Smash TV in particular, very cool and worth playing today. Yeah. I think I got really bunged up playing that SNES version, and I still kind of want to play it right now. It was it was the way to go. Yeah, it was definitely it's real like, good. Yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. real. And there's good. a great, by the way, if you are looking for a really good interview with Eugene Jarvis. Yeah, he wasn't the only person who did this game, by the way. Smash TV, but he he is the most vocal about it. Um, there and stream. They did an interview with him not that long ago about the secret history of Smash TV. And I don't want to give away too much. It's still a pretty fairly recent article, so sure. it's just really good, good stuff. So yeah, yeah. do you have a link to that someplace? It, we should we should give people a link to that. We know what. Yeah, andstream.com, and okay. you just look through their blog section. It's the secret history of Smash TV with. Eugene Jarvis. I just put up our album art or our thumbnail art for today, and I'm showing this to people because I wanted to show the difference between the two cabinets. So the Smash TV cabinet, Total Carnage cabinet are actually quite different. There's a lot more room for you to play on the Total Carnage uh, tool player thing. However, I want to say, because someone in the chat alluded to this, and it's true in my mind, I swear... 90% 90% of the times I would see Total Carnage, Carnage in an arcade or something, 
Mm-hmm. It was in a Smash TV cabinet. Like right, they just yeah, they were that. yeah. They, these were I think this this system that is running this one I think got to start with Narc, and I think it's still running the same oh, system. Oh, I love for, Narc so much. Yeah, I think I I think that's what I remember in my in my deep dive. Um, Narc, my Narc made trivia. me Narc made me feel like I was rebellious and like cool when I right. played that game. Like my <laughs> like my parents couldn't you know they weren't there watching me play Narc man. Right, Narc was cool. Had drugs in it, and, so uh, cool. I money. almost said maybe we should include Narc if it wasn't just so different. Yeah, Narc is very different. Those two games, Narc is way different. Narc, Narc may deserve its own. Narc, Narc. We <laughs> we ought Narc. to do we ought to do like a top three arcade crime controversial crime ridden game games that right. were crime based. You know, right? And then, so it'd be like Narc. Um, I can't. Even, I know there's more. All points bulletin. Oh shit, that's a good one. Yeah. What's another one? There's uh, another one. I give us a third one, one. Uh, out there at uh, playretroshow at gmail Yeah, crime. It was you know, warning before you could play. Uh, people in Congress didn't like everyone. You know, whatever. <laughs> we we, we want to talk about those. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. We should totally talk about that. Uh, one more, couple more things about Smash yeah. TV. Some of my favorite trivia is. Uh, talking about, uh, it, it, you know, uh, uh, so t- Total Carnage was not doing well. It didn't sell a lot of cabinets. Yeah. And man, um, Termel couldn't wait to get out of there and do his NBA jam. He was yeah. just, he was like, yeah, man, he, he I, I think he, I think that's one of the things that hurt it too. I think they just like, uh, just put some sounds in there. What we got? Uh, the greatest, greatest Bugs Bunny sound effects. Throw that in there. Yeah. Let's just get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure Dome. Do you remember that? Did yeah. you ever make it yeah. to the Pleasure Dome? Yeah. yeah. Not in the first couple of revisions of this game for Smash TV <laughs> no. or Total Carnage. There's a Pleasure Dome there, I believe, as well. Really? You pick up keys. Yeah, you pick up keys along the way. Yeah. And uh, you were supposed to go to the Pleasure Dome. Original releases, no Pleasure Dome. Oh, it's uh, a shame. They, they, it wasn't until later on when when management found out and said, what? You te- you're you're teasing these people because they're talking about it all through the game, talking about the Pleasure Dome and stuff. They eventually, they did that. They added the Pleasure Dome. So. Oh, I found some confirmation about John Tobias. Check this out. Mark Termel, he's the mm-hmm. he's your other uh, principal there. Yeah, right. Um, recounted this quote when I when Hasbro pulled the plug on an interactive movie project I was working on, I went to Williams to design coin op games. I moved oh, to nice. Chicago, hired John Tobias, and together we did our first co op. Smash TV. There you go. So um, there he was in Smash TV. Yeah, it says the announcer in the game is voiced by sound designer Paul Heesh. 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 I'm not sure how you say it. Uh, the script was created for the game by the game's composer and sound designer John Hay. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the pleasure dome. They go into the pleasure dome thing as well. But yeah. Anyway, this thing was uh, every every platform got this thing. Atari yeah. ST, the Amiga, Commodore 64, Z- ZX Spectrum, NES, as we mentioned, Game Gear, Master System, all those. Genesis, NES, all of it. It's crazy. And that Huge. has like scores in the 90s. That yeah. game. Yeah. So good, dude. Oh my God. So good. So good. I really want to. I really want a new one. I'm sorry. I just want an, I want a I'm modern take. I want a modern take. That's what I want. There was that. I was looking for ones that are like this, right? There's so tons, like, uh, what tons is of there? dual stick shooters. Like, you could look at all of them. You could look at Geometry Wars. You could look at, right. I don't know, uh, the Tesla that Tesla game. All these games take something from Smash TV. They just do. Right, right. So, did you ever play Nex Machina? I did. That's a great game. 
I made, think that's a great it's game. It's made by and those guys. It's more uh, updated graphics. Right. It's yep. those Sony guys. Um, they did the one with the planets. Yeah. It was a PS3 yeah. game, and it was to compete with the Geometry Wars, and you'd fly around that planet and blow up asteroids, yeah, basically. Yeah. What was that called? Ugh. And then they did the the, the other one, <laughs> the PS4 game that launched with the game Rez. Oh, basically that yeah. game that game was like a Defender take. Right. Forgot the name. We talked about it on that show. Anyway, yeah. I forgot their name. I love those guys. I love those guys. Make them make it. Make them make it. I love how you say it. Make them put them in a pleasure dome and make them make <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Shut those doors, have, you know, close all those pleasures. Get in there. Yeah. Close all the pleasure windows. <laughs> keep them in there. Yeah. Let's keep them in there till it's done. Um, all right. Let's get to uh, what's next here today. We're going to do a, a little game. It's called Guess My Game. It's audio from a game, and, and here it is. Destroy it. <laughs> it's an old game. We take an old one, and we try to just sort of stump each other. We got three questions each. Uh, we can also give away certain hints if the person who has the game is pleased to do so, but he doesn't have to. We're going to start this week with me. Arcade game 1995. All right. Arcade game, 1995. That's kind of late, right? That's a little later than so. It, later than I was playing arcades. By that point in time, I was moved on for the most part. I, I was playing them, but not like I used to, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would play them if I was in the, I wasn't even in the mall at that point in time. I don't know. If I if I came across, the, if I was at the beach, <laughs> there yeah. we go. If I was at the beach where the big arcades were, yeah. I would go into the arcade. But at that point in time, I wasn't going like all the time. I always worried about beach arcades in humid, humid t- beach towns. Oh man, yeah, that's okay because most of the only thing that got any play was those freaking uh, coin <laughs> coin sliders. I hate those. So that's what bad. I was playing. Oh, I yeah. hate them. They got a giant pile out front. I just want to shake that shit. Yep, and then get in trouble. I need a shirt that says that. I need a shirt that says "Shake that shit." Then I need to go to you know to Myrtle Beach. to the arcade. Yep, and just walk up to one of those machines and just. You know, just look like I'm struggling. They're, they're such a scam. I hate them. Uh, anyway, here's mine. Let's see if you can figure it out. Again, Arcade, 1995. Arcade. Here you go. 1995. There's been a kidnapping. It's Rachel, the daughter of the president of Socia. Get into the castle and rescue Rachel. Sometime, wow. somewhere, someone is plotting a government overthrow. A small republic is in danger. It's time for the one-man army. <laughs> Richard Miller. <laughs> Lord, what is this? All right. She must be dead by now. This, this stuff's great. There's more. Don't come! Don't come! Rachel McPherson. Oh. Since you had traveled Was so this far in the U.S., I oh, mean, yeah. it's English speaking, but. Hell, hell yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, this is Japanese development that may help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely was getting that vibe, right? Yep. Here's some more dialogue. Wild Dog. Wild Dog is the guy's name. Is this like a top-down shooter? Uh, that is your first official question, and the answer to that is no. Interesting. Here's some more from gameplay. Is it a light gun game? Um, I'm going to say yes, it is a light gun game. Okay. You're on the you're on a good path there if you're uh, talking about light gun games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 95. Yep, 1995. Rachel, the daughter of the president. I don't know the story, but God, I feel like I should. <laughs> I've never heard any of this, but it sounds so familiar. They get. It must have got a guy that was like doing all kinds of voice work for 
movies and everything else because that guy's voice sounds real familiar. Don't look at the chat because we got someone who got okay, it. Gonna, someone, right. someone nailed it. In um, fact, I'm going to say the first person who got this is going to get a free game code today. Oh, very good. Okay, yeah, so we should start to, doing that every week. Give it whoever right, gets right. it first in the questions? chat. Now you've already That's done one. Idea. You've done one question is all. So you have okay, two. one. Uh, just not. Oh, so uh, light gun game. Um, um, uh, does it start with the letter uh, D? <laughs> <laughs> does it start with the letter D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, game. Name. No. Wow, dude, wow, you just really taking a long time. Well, I'm the trying title, to make sure title. I'm trying to make sure there's not like a variation on it with a D. I don't think oh, so. Oh no, I wouldn't know. Is I'm the gonna... English title of the game <laughs> start with a D? No, it does not. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, right. Okay, okay. okay. So that's second question. Um, you got a third. Right. Um Oh, Jesus. Let me play that. Let me play that uh gameplay for you again, okay? Not the right. talking but this. Action. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Does it involve action? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, it does. It's very right. action-oriented, turns out. I'm going to go with... This is absolutely the 1995 hit smash game in arcades by a Japanese developer, Harmasar. Yeah, um, Harmasar. Yeah, yeah Harmasar. <laughs> um, the game that didn't start with a D, it was... <laughs> card... Uh, Carnal knowledge. Let's see if it's carnal. Is it carnal knowledge? <laughs> Incorrect. It is not carnal knowledge. It is time crisis. Oh, time crisis. Time okay. crisis. Oh, I've seen time crisis. I don't think I've ever played time crisis. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Here's I what I want. Here's what I want to do. I want to give a code away to, uh, to Ron Wood. Skits three nineteen. Oh, Sega. Right. Does it make it Sega Saturn? Or something? Oh, I don't know. Might have. Yeah, it did it? I think it made on. It made yeah, on. Yeah, that is what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, I do know this one. Oh, I just never Namco, played it in the arcade. Baby. Yeah, it was Namco. It was their big. Oh, they Namco. competed with Virtu- uh, Virtua Cop. <laughs> right, oh, Virtua Jesus. Cop. We gotta do. We gotta do this as a whole freaking series of these dang things. I agree. That's why I've, I've definitely about played it. one of these. Uh, here's what I want you to do, Ron Wood Skits three nineteen. If you're not, if oh, you have skits. me, if you have me in Discord What's already, that? friend it up. Send me a DM. If you don't, uh, I'm Frog Pants in there, and it's no big deal to send me one. I'm happy to, to take it, uh, and skits. I will send you a code for a free video game of of some sort. I don't know what it will be yet, but uh, skits something. Is a beast, by the way, at guessing these things. Got got an amazing ear. Yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you got this at all, to be honest. Because it sound I would have guessed Virtua Cop or Area 51 or something. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going with. I was trying to think of what it. Well, let's let's see if you can stump me in a similar way, Brian. What's your game? Oh, uh, mine's going to be probably easier, but we'll see. Maybe mm. uh, the the game is uh, it. It well, where's where's the notes at? Oh, it is a PC. <laughs> so mine's a, you're you you you've come in from the beach arcade yeah. and you've let two years pass, and now you're on your on your PC uh, playing your proto web uh, with uh, 1997. Okay, Do it. 97. PC. Yeah. Here we go. Open for business. Open for business. Open business. Um, 97. Is this a first person perspective? Correct. Uh, okay. This is a first person perspective. <laughs> Is this is this blood? 
<laughs> yes, blood. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one. Nobody in the chat got it. I gave you a really hard one last week. I said, I'll make it a little easier this week. Yeah, no, I remember. I played Blood. That's why this is familiar. Yeah. I loved Blood back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was that. See, th this is like what I'm talking about with the games that are a little bit like con contraband. We're not supposed to be playing yeah. this. Yeah. You know? Your parents would be like, oh, I don't want you playing a game called Blood. And you're like, I'm going to Billy's house to pay Blood, but I'm going to tell my parents we're playing soccer or something like that. Yeah, Blood yeah. Soccer. Blood Soccer. I can't believe I got it in one guess. I'm so excited. I think I've only played this. Uh, I don't even know if I ever got the whole thing. I think I've only played the shareware version of this. By the way, I found a CD today that had like 30 titles of shareware on it. And I was like, I was at the place and I was like, it's 50 cents. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Get back. Get out of my hand. I can't take you home. Was it? You uh, and your shareware. Wasn't there a second one? Blood 2, I think? Uh, I believe there was. I believe it was a whole series of Blood. And it's one of the ones I kind of want to do. The Chosen, I think. Uh, see if I'm uh, was that just an expansion pack then? I didn't know a lot. I played just, like I said, only played uh, just a little bit. Oh, Cryptic Passage was published. Uh, oh, here it is. Blood 2, The Chosen. First-person shooter game. Mm -hmm. Developed by Monolith. Distributed by GT. Uh, it was, unlike the first installment, Blood, set in uh, 1928. This uh, took place in the year 2028. Yeah. In the future. In the future. Uh, science fiction-y stuff. Cyberpunk elements. Dystopian fiction. Uh, significant amount of graphic violence and black humor. Oh, yeah, black humor. Black humor. Yeah, I don't think it's they not, mean yeah. like you know black humor. Yeah, like, no black humor. Like, uh, yeah, like, like, uh, uh, like, is this is this uh, this film noir? Yeah. No, okay, it's like that. <laughs> I'm thinking like, um, who's the guy that died? I used to love Inky. him. Who was the dude? He had his own show, his own sitcom for a while. He was in. Oh, so many movies. What was his name? I loved that guy, and he died way too early. We're going to start doing these shows early in the day. Me and you were both like, by this this time of the day, it's kind of late in the afternoon for me and Scott, so it's kind of like, duh. Uh, I don't remember shit. I got no more brains left. I was um, so much sharper this morning. I had everything. Oh, my God. I was so sure. This morning, I felt so good. I was like, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to hit this point. This point is going to be so good, and we're going to know everything. It's going to be awesome. Uh, chat room with their eyes or eyes sorry rise of the triad guess pretty close it's oh, a lot yeah. like that in my estimation uh okay although it was 3d i think blood was like full-on quake style 3d i think right right they used the uh what was it the kex engine yes yeah. it was the first yeah. it was the early uh monolith thing which they would yep. monolith would eventually develop the Crytek engine right uh, uh ken silverman's uh pfft. Uh, build engine, right? Thing it was uh, like Duke Nukem Shadow Warrior. Remember those? Yeah, Remember Shadow Warrior. Yeah, mm. should have Shadow Warrior. Dang it, Shadow Warrior. Oh, here it is. Okay, Warner Brothers owns them now. Monolith. Here we go. They. Oh, Jace Hall was there. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's a lot I don't know about things. Um, yeah, I want to say they're. Where is it? Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. That's them. And they're making a Wonder Woman game right now. <gasps> yeah, that could be cool. Their first I, game was I Blood. I wonder if it would be any good. They started with Blood. That's cool. Oh, look what they did. Yeah. Okay, Blood, then Claw, then Get Medieval, then Shogo. Claw. Remember Shogo? I do remember Shogo. Mobile Armor Division. And then you got your uh, Blood 2, then Grunts. Yeah, yeah. And then they started Grunts. getting some big money, and they did uh, Tex Atomics Big Bot Battles. <laughs> oh, Big Bot Battles. Uh, oh, big Bot Battles. Bad oh, Bot Battles. Alien versus Predator in 01. 
Um, no one lives forever two and no, no one lives forever one, 2000 to 2002. Those are amazing. games. No one lives forever as well. Those were so good. They were like yeah. James Bond ripoffs, but they were fantastic. Oh. Tron 2.0. Oh my gosh. I love these guys. Oh yeah. Oh, and then they made fear. Of course they made the uh, fear, fear one, fear two and fear three year and fear no more. Yep. Gotham city imposters. That was fun. Until oh, that was, that was such such potential. God, I, I really wanted that game to to work. It just had so many technical issues. Yeah, that bummed me out when that went away. Yeah, that, oh, but it was so good. Didn't though. feel like they gave it. They didn't give it the try. They should have. It, yeah, it it died on the vine somewhere somewhere along the lines. They had a really good start, and then something happened, and it just didn't go any further. And it was just too bad because the the early parts of that game were so good. Yeah, and I'm gonna blame. Let me tell you who I'll blame for that. Gonna I'm going to blame Warner Brothers for that. Yeah, that's the easy pick. Yeah, yeah, let's blame Warner Brothers. I always blame them first. Yeah. Oh, Skits, I got your uh, DM. Thank you for that. I will send you a co- oh, uh, you slide code. Oh, just DM there. You won't let me slide. You slid in. Oh. He slid right in. Well, it's looped oh. up, too, so it's easy to slide in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, skits. He skits right in there. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Uh, Let's see. Let's move on to, oh, we got some feedback here. Welcome to the treasure room. And by feedback, I don't mean like audio feedback, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. We didn't get no flack either, right? No, no flack. No flack. Okay, good. No uh, particulates. Uh, (laughs) It's going good. Anyway, here's an email uh, from Jonathan Gilbert. He goes by Pactus in the community. He says, hello, Scott and Brian. I just came in some birthday money and was taking a look at the Amber Nick lineup. I've been trying to dig through the backlog of podcasts to find which model you guys have been touting, and I can't seem to find it. Would you do me a solid and remind me what model or models you are currently recommending? Love the show. Can't wait for more. Regards, Jonathan. Uh, it's the 35, sorry, Ambernick. Yeah. RG35 XX. It's a horrible name for any product ever. All right? Yes. It's a bunch of letters not, and numbers. It's not great. Yeah. So RG35 X. Double X. That's the one everybody's am, raving about. Although you're messing with that new one with the two sticks, right? The um, I haven't new? got it in, but I may put that on pause for just a second because I'm really tempted. I didn't know that Odin, yeah. uh, the, those guys that were making that uh, the, the Odin thing there, yeah, um, the handheld console that did really well last year, and they they're making another one. They're making one called Loki. And it is very reasonably priced and kind of sexy. So I link to this. I want to see this. Yeah, Ain Loki. I'll send you a link here in a second. Send me a link. Um, I didn't. It's very competitive with the other people, but they've. You remember you talked about the software being a problem. Yeah, I think Ain does pretty good um with 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 that. So I'm going to send this to you. Let's see. There we. Where you at here? There you are, Scott. Get in there. Yeah, put linked. that in. You've Let's, been linked. Let me take a look here. <gasps> let me see this. Is this not pretty? It's Ooh, it is sexy. pretty. I want the white one, too. It's a Ryzen 6600 chip. So um, is this a so, lower spec than the other one? This is meant for lower-end yeah. stuff, or what? Do you know? Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's 
Mm, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at all the specs yet. I'm not sure where it's going to end up at. Um, this one's still in pre-order, the one I just sent you. I think they got a light Loki as well that is much less. Let me see where's that. Oh, this is going to – this supports uh, Windows even, so this might be more powerful, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Loki Zero's in pre-order still. Um, the Mini Pro, I think you can buy now. I want Windows this. 10. There's a, there's a bunch of options, but I'm I'm looking at these Lokis on AIN, A-Y-N. Uh, their website is A-Y-N-T-E-C.com. dot com. Um, yeah. yeah. Sexy but Loki hot. is a new version. So Loki, what's so the Odin is what? Old news now? Or what? Pretty much. But they've got some, they got different versions of this too. Oh, they got the Odin Light. Oh, you know what? The Odin Light may be one I've looked at as well because it's got this really nice little white but retro look. Yeah, uh, like one ninety nine. You know, one ninety nine is very competitive with some of the other ones that they're kind of competing with. I'm not a big fan of the staggered uh, th- thumbsticks, though. You know, yeah, the thumbstick I don't is, love that. Is, is high on the left, a D-pad in the bottom, and then on the right-hand side, the face buttons are at the top, and then the, the yeah. analog stick is at the bottom. I'm not a big fan of that layout. Me neither. But, I, want them, but, I want them both up high is what I want. Yeah, either I, I want them like the, yeah, like either both up high. Like, uh, like I don't like them low, or, though. Low bugs me. I want them high. Low bugs me. Yeah. Low bugs me. Yeah. Low bugs <laughs> I like the way the Steam Deck does it. I like where yeah, those are. Steam Deck at. Is, is good. It looked bad when I first saw it. I saw that Steam Deck one before it launched, and I went, right. "Those are way too high up there." That's yeah, those funky. are way too high, old man. You and, put uh, your pants way too high. And then I end up loving where they put them. They're great. Right. Uh, all right. Well, keep your eye on that. But if you're looking for like the you know sub one hundred sub sub seventy dollar device, I still think oh, the yeah. Ambernick is the bomb. I love mine. Yeah, the RG thirty five double X for you know seventy bucks shipped. Yep, is an is a no brainer. You get all the way up to the PS one era games uh, possibilities, and they're also got a few other. They're working on a couple other uh, uh, possibilities. Maybe yeah. go a little bit further. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love, I'd love N64, I'd love N64 support on there if they could, that'd be great. I, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the dream, right? Yeah. But, but you don't have an analog sticks. That makes it tricky. So yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah. That's, that's why I usually tell people it's like, we should put N64 on there. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't want that on there. There's no analog stick. You'd have to have an external controller. You wouldn't want that. And I'm so over the moon in love with garlic OS that I kind of don't want to use the Android yeah. thing. I just yeah, don't want to use it. I don't like Android that way. That way, yeah. I like it fine for lots that of things, way. but I don't like it for that. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on to this email, another quick one. This is from Bill Edwardson. Bill. Uh, it could be Edward Bilson for all we care. Oh, okay. Anyway, he says, uh, hey, guys, with the popularity of retro gaming growing and movies like Mario becoming hits, it's got me mm-hmm. thinking about what older games could make a fun movie. My pick yes. is this. Now, hear me out. Street Rage, uh, Street Rage, Streets of Rage 2, or just Ooh. the series Streets of Rage. If they leaned heavily into the ridiculousness of the characters and story, including the weird alien stuff in 2, it could be great. I'd love to see the bad guys, the signals, YPD, Typhoon, and all. The main characters, Max, Axel, Blaze, and Skate. I think it's prime for great cheesiness. What would you pick? Thanks for everything, Bill. I uh, think Streets of Rage, Soar 2 is a really yeah. good pick. In fact, such a good pick uh, that the creator of John Wick uh, is doing just that. Streets of Rage video game movie. Shut up. Shut up. Is, uh, well, it's, uh, they, it's still early on. But as, as of an article from uh, Variety last year, uh, there was discussion of just that. So I think he's maybe secured the the go-ahead, but not much more than that. The, so I'm pretty excited about it's that. It's the studio um, that brought you the two Sonic movies. It's another Sega property that makes sense. 
John Wick yeah. creator and writer uh, Derek Kolstad reportedly wrote the script on spec uh, without the deal. They didn't have a deal yet, but um, let's see. Uh, Scape Artist, the studio behind the Equalizer franchise, is on board to produce. Oh my gosh, this is happening, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as nothing goes sideways, it looks good. So, you know, it's been really choppy waters the last couple of years. Well, except it. Streets of Rage definitely goes sideways. Get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a side-scrolling fighting game. Um, without, yeah, without I would be, thinking, yeah, I'd be all down for this game. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I, without thinking really much, I am like just immediately, I, I want a Luigi's Mansion so bad. I mean, please just make that movie. I know it's, I know that's low-hanging fruit. That's not thinking outside the box. But give me it. That's what I want. I think it's fine. I would do... uh, I'm going to ask for something weird. Oh, do it. Give me something weird. I want a a Hollow Knight game. Now, I know that's not an old game, though, because it kind of breaks the rule a little bit. It's sort of newish. But I love the style of that game, and I would love to see kind of a spooky take on that Metroidvania classic everyone loves. I would like to see also... Some, uh, some, you know, young girl trying to move to the city and make it. Um, but she's having to take care of Kirby. I would watch that. And he's <laughs> just constantly causing movie. mayhem, right? Yeah, dude. He's sucking up everything. Who ate the toilet? Oh, Kirby, you little yeah. bastard. She's just, she's just trying to make it in the city, mm-hmm. trying to be taken seriously. And Kirby is just effing it all up. Yep. Yep, and then some portal opens and all the bad Kirby creatures come through and and now Kirby's going to save everybody after all the embarrassment. Right. Yeah. I'm dude, I'm all in on Kirby. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And then Kirby saves the day in the end, you know, he sucks up her mm-hmm. would be uh the devil wears Prada boss yep. and uh you know and he takes on her powers and you know just the, the whole thing just ends up really as a feel good movie at the end. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And you know, I'm you know I love my Kirby's. I'm a big fan. Oh, Kirby's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, that's a brilliant I yeah. sent Brian a Kirby. I did some art last night. I did some yeah. Kirby. You guys want to see this I here? Would, oh, yes, please. I'll put it up. But while the, you're pulling that up, I would also, after watching the Mario movie, I think Mario 2 should be like a Cars reboot, but with Mario Kart, right? I mean, oh, something yeah. like that. Just, That'd be awesome. Yeah, it needs to be, yeah. I mean, I don't want talking cars, but I want more focus no. on the cars. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm infinitely... Uh, uh, I'm never not interested in Kirby things. <laughs> right. Kirby would just be, I would love a Kirby movie. He's just, he's so hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it, is, great. it just never gets old. I don't know why it's hilarious for him to, you know, vacuum stuff up, but yeah. it, it makes me laugh. Yeah. Kirby's great. Yeah. Um, I even did a, you know, the gelatinous cubes from D and D. I did one called the gelatinous curb, the gelatinous curb. Yeah. And it's Kirby, but it's, uh, here I'll show you. Uh, Kirby pants, nope. Cube. Here we go. So Kirby here. pants are great. I love the Kirby pants. If you haven't seen those, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, here you go, Brian. I'll put it in here for you. Uh, okay, there it is. Anyway, I like that one. And you could make a I mean, whole movie about you know. I remember this one. This yeah. is really good. Look, you know what I'm most proud of there with the green side of it over there, which isn't even Kirby. Right. right. Those bones in there. I like how they look like they're deep oh i did yeah you're right i didn't notice it at first but now that now i'm i just clicked on the link because discord made it super small oh did it? On the oh, link. Weird. now i'm yeah now i can see it the full now i see there's bones and everything that's fantastic that was a lot that. of fun to make i didn't yeah. sell very many of them but that's okay. i like that uh all right i think i think we ought to put on the old web we ought to also make sure that that uh, my extra life is is on the old web that was me that was in full 
uh, full swing by 95 to full 2000. Full bloom right? in, when did yeah. I start that comic? No, it was 2000, so it was a little later. Oh, oh, dang it. Okay. Well, Early enough, right. though. Early enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, before With that, PvP though. online, maybe? I don't 98, know. 98, 99, I was doing that Real Tunes comic. Oh, that yeah, the real player uh, is is on the proto web. Oh, uh, real player, so, yeah, but no one yeah, likes yeah. real player is a is a black eye on that era. <laughs> it's a garbage player. <laughs> Freaking no one likes that thing. It sucks. Uh, but real tunes. Now that was a cool cartoon I made. Is uh, that yeah? Real tunes was yeah. the name of your comic, right? But yeah. you were doing it for who? You was doing it was it for, for it was for a mod for Unreal Tournament called Infiltration, which was like this realistic military mod. Right, and I made like jokes about people playing that shooter. <laughs> right, it and was you dumb. doing that. Who was you doing that for at the time? Just for the mod makers, just for funs. Okay, yeah. okay. Wasn't anything. Yeah, I thought you worked for. Some, I thought you was doing some contract work for some no, of those. Not that thing. Chill. Like that, okay. and I did podcast. Infiltration Radio was my first real show oh. that I was putting up, and it was in '99, yeah. and it was for that mod, and it was just we were. I was just part of the community and really liked it, so started making stuff. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Interviewing the developers and whatnot. You guys make games. <laughs> I don't know what those guys are up to now, but they were cool. Hmm. I liked them all. Anyway, if you want to send us an email, you can play retro show at gmail.com. If you'd rather text us, you can 801-471-0462. We'll take it either way. And uh, I would like to now give you the happy news. Next week, <laughs> we are going to talk about the NES peripherals that you knew and yes. loved. Light gun, Rob the robot, the power glove. And more, and more. Don't forget about the uh, the 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 blight of them trying to give you the homework first bullshit. Oh yeah, watch out so you could do look homework first. Yeah, yes. get real. Come on, Nintendo, get yeah. out of my face. That was dumb. That was dumb. But they had a lot of interesting ideas for peripherals, right. and some of them worked, and some of them were crap. And we'll talk about which ones worked. Um, the light gun in particular worked really well for what yeah. it did, and I would say Rob the robot neat for what it was sort of supposed to be but rob the robot not really that cool uh what's the, what do you think the worst peripheral nintendo ever made was like peripheral uh, not system but like right well, i think it's really easy to say any of any time any of this 8-bit 16-bit era decided they wanted to try to delve into the <laughs> vr world yeah yeah that was bad that was bad All, just across the board sega's version of that the not oh no they're they had that little ring you had to dance around and called the reactor do you remember that yeah 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 that thing sucked yeah, that anytime anytime uh, any of these guys try to make you exercise too, we just were, weren't ready for that yet. And it's like, oh, we got a thing where you can jump around and do the thing. No yeah. thanks. No thank you. Goodbye, we say it to them. Good, good, good. Oh, I did see something really cool today while I was out and about. This has nothing to do with that, but it's retro as hell. Mm. Um, I almost picked it up just to have. It was a uh, it was an 8-track cartridge that eight you track could cartridge, put really? a cassette tape into. What? You would take your cassette tape, and it was an adapter that you could put into your eight track. That is, I'm wild. like, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> That's terrible. Because then terrible. you wouldn't have the advantages of the cassette over the eight track. You would just treat it like an eight track. It'd be like you know when we had CDs with a tape adapter for our cars for that changeover. Terrible. Yeah. Idea. What were we doing? What were we thinking? Life. What even is it? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, make it day to day. <laughs> That'll be next week. Uh, real quick, shout out to our patrons. patreoncom slash play retro is the place to go. And uh, I'd like to welcome these two brand new folks who joined us 
uh, this fine day. Bra- brain, but with an H. Brain. Oh, brain. I like that. Yeah. Not sure how you say it. And David Ver- uh, Verwer. David Verwer. Verwer. It sounds like shareware, but I can't say it right. <laughs> Anyway, you guys are awesome, and uh, you'll get all the benefits by being a patron and a supporter of the show. No commercials ever on the uh, p- feed that we put up there for audio. You get pre-show content, just like today. Uh, and every time we do a show, we'll give you that. Monthly benefits that you can only get if you sign up today at patreon.com slash playretro. Everything else can be found on our website. That's at playretro over at frogpants.com slash playretro. All right. I think that'll do it. Brian, anything else you'd like to add to the... Uh yeah, I want one of these Konami laser scopes where uh, you wear the stupid helmet on your head and you you yell blast firepower or something and it shoots for, it shoots like the gun. I want one of those. You want that? Laser scope. Laser scope. All right, let's get it. Um, real. Also, a quick shout out to Taz in our community who made this cool uh, thing I just put up just now called Hey Retro, oh, which tells so you cool. where to email us and call us and stuff. Uh, he's really talented, dude, and I love everything yeah, he does. Such skills, yeah. Look at our little this pixel. community. This I, community, man. I want so our little. Talented. I want our little pixel guys to run around and do shit, though. Don't you? Yeah, look, yeah. Look at him. Let's do it. I don't know why I look like Grizzly Adams, but whatever. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, there you are with your backwards hat and your little yeah, well, fuzzy beard. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm predictable. Uh, you are, if nothing if, else, I'm predictable. Uh, if nothing else, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Go play something retro, and we'll see you next time. Buy that for a dollar. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh!